Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Hudson Pints Radio is now streaming on Alternative Twist Radio and Pulse Talk Radio and at PucksandPintsRadio.com. Our show is now streaming on the Backstage Radio Network. Our show is now available on News Force Radio in Ohio and Essential Radio in England. Happy Holidays from the fastest show on ice, Pucks and Pints Radio. Uh, we got no bacon tonight. Uh, bacon is uh, at a disciplinary hearing uh, for a minor hockey board that he serves. All I got was, damn, I wish your wife was still there because she wouldn't let this get out of hand. And uh, if you were there, uh, Coach K, you'd be gone for the year. So I can't wait to hear the stories. Ladies and gentlemen, my name's Coach K. I'm live here uh, from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Joined, as always, uh, by the Big B. Hey there. Uh, I think I'm the only one that hasn't missed a show yet. Well, without you, there is no show. Well, I guess that, that that is true, ladies and gentlemen. We got a great show ahead for you. We got uh, we got the hot seat coming up in mere seconds. Uh, we've got some uh, water cooler talk and hot news. Uh, we've got Jay Vegas uh, picks of the week, and we also have Mike Jolis's sports minute. So we're planning on filling the next uh, sixty minutes for you. But uh, let's hop right into the action, and this is uh, this is Big B's this week. And now, Stinky Lockers presents in the hot seat. Looks like we have uh, we have a player sitting in the hot seat this week. So. <clears throat> so the uh, Jordan Bennington, the goalie for the St. Louis Blues, has been making a lot of headlines lately, but not for good things. No. Uh, and uh, it started back, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago, whenever they, the, the last time they played the Islanders. I think it's uh, I think this has gone back like a season or two. Well, well, if you if you really want to go back, I'm just talking about this season, but if you recall, uh, the uh, playoff series between the Blues and the Avalanche, Nazem Kadri is doing an interview after the game. Uh, and all of a sudden, a water bottle gets thrown at him. Yeah. Turns yeah. out Jordan Bennington threw a, water bottle, threw a water bottle at him while he was being interviewed by you know, TBS or whatever. He, he's making Patrick Waugh and Dennis Hextall look like uh, Santa Claus. But there's one difference. He's not as good. No, I don't think he's that good either. I, I, I'm, he's not on my fantasy team. No, he's not on my fantasy team either. Uh, I did play him. Uh, I did go against the, the the team that has him on his fantasy team, and that was the night the Rangers lit him up for six goals. Yeah. So uh, I was happy. Um, but uh, let's go back a couple of weeks ago. Uh, St. Louis Blues are playing the New York Islanders. Uh, Jordan Bennington gave up four goals in the second period. Now, you would think, uh, you know, he's not happy with himself, whatever. He's going to go back and try to, re- try to recuperate, uh, try, try to gather himself up and get ready for the third period and try to, you know, at least keep his team in the game. What does he do? 
as the teams are crossing the ice to go into their respective locker rooms, he shoulder hits uh, the uh, the Sorokin. Ilya yeah. Sorokin. Yeah. Now, in and of itself, it's fine. It's, you know, kind of, you get a little frustration. You're going to try to knock the goalie off of his game going into the third period, trying to get a little advantage. Ain't no big thing. Whatever. No penalties were involved. It was just, it was just a thing. And if that was an isolated incident, we wouldn't be talking about it. Fast forward to when they played uh, Carolina. Uh, St. Louis is down three to two against the, against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, play goes behind the net. Bennington goes behind the net as Jordan Stahl's coming around to get the puck. Bennington tries to hit Jordan Stahl uh, with, with a check, uh, but that backfires on him, and Jordan Stahl completely runs him over. No penalty because Bennington's out there initiating contact. Jordan Stahl was going around the net just to try to play the puck. He's out of the paint. He's fair game. Well, if he's still in the trapezoid, you can't hit him. No, 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 but I, and you can't hit a guy in open ice anyway, but if they're making aggressive plays, those goalies are opening themselves up for hits. Most teams are respective, but when it comes to Jordan Bennington, why would you be? Those those blockers are, 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 are like swords. Oh, for sure. They're, they are solid. They're, they're protecting the, the forearm. Uh, they are extremely solid. Um, so that, that his attempt to hit Jordan Stahl coming around completely backfires. Jordan Stahl runs him over again, nothing called, you know, it it was a clean play. Fast forward to now they play the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now we're seeing it escalating, right? Mm -hmm. We're seeing first he bumps, shoulder bumps, Sorokin. Then he tries to check Jordan Stahl and, and gets run over. Now we're seeing it escalating. So he's playing Pittsburgh Penguins. Again, they're down three, three to one. There's also a theme here. They're always down when they're doing this with Jordan Bennington in net. Uh, as the Again, the play is going behind the net. Nothing going through the crease. Everything is going behind the net. Jordan Stahl comes out uh, as Jordan Zuck, uh, I'm sorry, Jason Zucker is coming around. He swings his glove behind him, smashes Jordan Zuck, uh, uh, Jason Zucker in the face, uh, and gets called for game misconduct. On his way out, he's talking trash to the Penguins bench. And the referee. And the referee, that's correct. And, 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 and what I was impressed with, uh, I listened a lot to the uh, NHL radio on Cyrus there, is Berube, the coach, has called him out. I mean, they're in a mess. They're playing 500 hockey. They've got a lot of contract players they've got to talk about, which if we have time, we'll get to later. But they uh, we, you know, you talk about players like, uh, remember Josh Hosang uh, with, with the Islanders, and then yep. he went to Toronto on a, a professional trial. Uh, an amazingly talented player, but I don't know if any of you have been involved in hockey teams, but there is poison in a locker room. Yep. And, and a negative, poisonous person can cause more havoc uh, than than a, than a veteran who is there to speak and and lead the team. That's this right. guy's poison, man. And, and I don't know if he's as is the goalie was. And I think he only had what one year when he um, when he when he came in that one year he was huge. As far as yeah, be, being he no he had a couple of couple of years where he was a really good goaltender. Um, but his stats this year he's eleven and eleven. With a 3.21 goals against and an 8.94 save percentage. So 11-11, so that's 22 games out of, what, 30? They obviously just keep throwing the guy in net. Uh, Well, I should should, uh, say he's 11-11-1. He's got 23 games. He's one overtime loss. That's a lot of hockey for poison. They don't have anything behind him. Uh, Vu- uh, uh, oh, they Russo like yeah. Left. They got rid of Jake Allen to uh, Montreal and Elliot. They got rid of to uh, is it you guys? Uh, is it, someone's got Elliot too. No, I don't know. We have uh, we have um, uh, uh, oh Halak, yeah, Halak, yeah. yeah. Uh, Huso went to what Detroit, I think. Yeah, and they 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 bailed out on Huso and 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 went with Bennington and uh, right. And you know, now they're stuck with him. And the, this was you brought up Craig Maruby. This was his quote. Uh, he says, quote, it's got to stop. It doesn't help anything. 
Just play goal and stop the puck. Yeah, that's that, your job. That's like correct. I mean, get emotional, yell at your players, uh, um, you know, break your stick against the crossbar or whatever you got to do if you're angry. Um, but it's stupidity. And this is a trend with this guy. Um, and I, I don't think there's any room in the modern game for him. No, and, and it, I don't have the quote in front of me, but um, he was doing an interview with The Athletic, and uh, he, he said something to the effect of, uh, I go out night after night expecting things to change, and I see the same thing in front of me every night. It's effing frustrating. So, you're blaming so basically what he said was he's calling out his team, saying they're playing the same way and not changing. What is he doing to help the team? His stats are terrible, and he's causing now he's causing he got a game misconduct. So now he's causing the team uh, penalties. He's not playing well. Like you said, if this was Patrick Waugh, Patrick Waugh could get away with whatever he wanted to because he was a Stanley Cup winning goalie. Right, and he got shutouts, and Hextall was the same way. They were winning goalies, they weren't 11 11 and 1. Right. Causing a team to uh, to make some tough decisions. No, great hot seat um, and something to watch. And, so, yeah, I don't know where they go from here. Like, do St. Louis is is I don't think is going anywhere in the Western Conference. They're very streaky. We talked about this last week. Do they try to unload him? Well, this is when you get into the trade tie, and I, I'm, I'm I'm not sure anyone would take him. Right. Uh, but I do hear Jack Campbell. Uh, is available because <laughs> uh, Skinner signed a uh, three-year extension today him. in Edmonton. So they just they just signed him. He's taking. He's the number one goalie there. Some some big stuff. Although Campbell's starting tonight, and it should be uh, a lot of fun in that game. If I was Nashville, which I have a few Nashville players, uh, let's light it up. Anyway, before we go to uh, Jay Vegas, I do have we have breaking news. <laughs> Now, this is not a trade or anything, uh, uh, Big B, but uh, I, I, in the story may, may be underwhelming to you until I read you some of the players uh, on this roster. Um, the, uh, the London Police Force uh, here in Ontario, uh, five members of the Canadian uh, 2018 World Junior Team, uh, it seems like they're going to be charged for that sexual assault. Ooh, really? um, back in back in 2018. Now, bear with me. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is, and I and I think this is why they've probably been sharing away from uh, from some of these people. Uh, Dylan Dubé, um, Drake Batherson, uh, Michael McLeod, Sam Steele. These are names you're going to recognize, people. Uh, Jordan Cairo, Robert. Thomas, speaking of the Blues, uh, Jake Bean, Connor Timmons, Kale Foot, Kale McCarr. Wow. Kale McCarr. Wow. Victor Mete, Carter Hart. Carter Hart. So they have not released who it is. But can you imagine, because the NHL would obviously have to do some recall on this, um, some reconnaissance or whatever you want to call it. This could be big trouble. They they haven't said the five. There's a couple of guys in there that have, that have given their statements, said they weren't involved, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they may be in the clear. There's a, there's a couple of big players on that list. And um, none bigger than Kale McCarr right now. Kale McCarr, Corey Hart's playing well, or he was. Um, yeah, there's there's some guys, um, ladies and gentlemen. There's a dude over there in Buffalo. Um, I don't know. We'll have to uh, we'll have to stay tuned. But that's I mean, that's a, that you you look at. Let's just like Kale McCarr for a second because uh, he won the he won the Norris Trophy. Defending uh, Stanley Cup champion, uh, you know he's one of the big names that gets get that gets thrown around when you're talking about NHL superstars. You take him down, I mean that's a huge black eye for the NHL. Now, what do you do with a guy like that? Like uh, some of these other guys, it's pretty easy to bury, right? 
uh, similar to that dude we were talking to, that contract that Boston picked up, the uh, the bully. Um, but what do you do with Kel McCarr? The game needs Kel McCarr. He's, well, he's, if not now, going to be uh, with, with, with Fox in New York, um, probably one of the best two defensemen in the NHL uh, for the next decade. You look. You look at and throw Roman Yossi in there. You took the, the, the three best defensemen in the NHL. What would most like, based upon what's happened, you know, in other sports and all sports, when things arise legally, they will uh, suspend him with pay, pending further investigation. Yeah. What about that dude in uh, Cleveland, though? That quarterback who was uh, banging all the masseuses or whatever. Desha- Deshaun Watson. He was yeah. well. He didn't play for a, a, an entire year. He didn't play at all last season. He was suspended for the first thir- twelve or thirteen games this season, uh, and just came back like two weeks ago. Uh, and there was a huge. There was a settlement that went on. There, there but was, you're right. Like that's black eye. That's a huge black eye. And when you're talking about somebody like uh, like Kale McCarr, who's, you know, one of the faces, one of the young the faces of the NHL. I mean, that's huge. Like I said, they, they will, if allegations really start to surface and, and have water uh, to it, he will be suspended with pay pending further investigation. And then, you know, they'll take it from there. Now, so let, let, let's, let's be clear on this, though. We have, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, no confirmation no. that Kale McCarr is one of the five players. Absolutely zero. Uh, we're just saying you know, a what if. Right. Out, out of all the names you listed, he's the biggest name uh, fo- followed by uh, Carter Hart. And uh, Thomas in, in St. In St. Louis. Yeah, at, right. And Thomas in St. Louis. Um, I mean, this this is this is something the NHL. And I think, uh, was it... Uh, I guess the big thing was like uh, Canada, our hockey Canada kind of turned a blind eye to it for a while. Yeah. Oh, it's dissolved now. Like they've they've got this new board of directors in uh, minor hockey leagues. I mean, just so you see how things funnel down um, in minor hockey, a certain percent of, of, of your, um, what do you call it? When you sign up your, your fees Mm. go to the OMHA and, and, and hockey Canada and several minor hockey leagues have, have refused uh, the fees. And here we are going into the World Juniors uh, in, in just a little bit of time. The uh, the pregames or uh, the exhibition games are starting as we speak. Um, yeah, it's it's not good. So, again, but, but, ladies and gentlemen, I, I got to be clear. Uh, no proof that it's Kel McCarr or Hart or, or Thomas or... Any of these other young men, there, there, there's absolutely no proof uh, that it's any of them, nor are we accusing them, just that there is five potentially good NHL players that uh, I, 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 I guess I just get curious. You got a Kale McCarr, again, not picking on him, but you got a Kale McCarr, and then you got some guy who's in the AHL. What's the difference? Who gets that an example of? I, I I don't know, but well, it it'll come out too. And and the reason why I was bringing up uh, Hockey Canada turning a blind eye as this investigation gets further and further down the road, eventually it's going to come up. Since Hockey Canada turned a blind eye to it for for uh, such a long time, eventually it's going to come up, and the questions are going to get asked: What did the NHL know, and when did they know it? Because they're all. Everybody knows what every other league is doing, obviously, yeah. because everybody's feeding the NHL these players, yeah. you know, for minor and on up. So the NHL firmly knows what USA Hockey is doing, Hockey Canada is doing, and, and all the European leagues. They firmly know what's going on. So the question will come up eventually. What did the NHL know? When did they know it? And what actions did they take? And what, kind, any- of, and what kind of lawsuits are we going to see? Yeah. What kind of lawsuits are we going to see? Yeah, it's all it's all going to come down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one of our favorite segments of the show here, uh, uh, Jay Vegas, uh, brought to you here by uh, Jimmy Sports Lounge. Uh, they had their Christmas party last night at Jimmy's, so I don't think it's a long 
uh, take, but let's mute ourselves out here, uh, Big D, and, uh, and, and, and let Jay uh, take it away for us. Oops, I didn't mean to do that. I meant to mute my mic. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hey folks, welcome back to Jay Vegas's Pick of the Week here on Pucks and Pints Radio. I know why you're happy today, this week. Two reasons, actually. Uh, we made money last week. We took the over in a hockey game where one team didn't even score a goal, and we still got the over. Leafs, 7 nothing, And uh, soccer's over. We don't have to pretend we like soccer anymore. Finally, no more soccer on TV, no more soccer talk. It's not that I have anything against soccer, really. I just wish that they would make the field a little smaller, maybe make the nets a little smaller. Fewer players, give the players sticks maybe, have them play on ice. I don't know. No more soccer. That's kind of what I'm happy about. Speaking about hockey, let's get to the pick of the week this week. Uh, tonight, what I like, and I don't really go on hunches very often. I don't like just going on a hunch. But I got a hunch about the Montreal Canadiens-Arizona Coyotes game to go under. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. Jay, come on. These are two goalies with goals against averages that are uh, into the three-point mid-fives. Jake Allen not playing very well lately. But uh, here's my rationale. We're playing in Arizona, and we're playing in a college stadium. It's just hard for players to get up for a game when they're playing in front of 920 people. Half of them are dressed as fucking pineapples. Uh, it's hard to get up for a game when you're in a dressing room that looks kind of like this room. Trust me, guys. This is going to be a low-scoring game tonight. We need to stay under six and a half. Again, we're paying a little bit of juice. It's minus 125. But that's going to be the pick of the week, guys. No more soccer. We don't have to focus on anything. We can just focus on hockey now. Hockey and pints. Tonight, the Arizona Coyotes and the Montreal Canadiens to stay under six and a half. That's your Jay Vegas pick of the week, guys. Merry Christmas, everyone. Good luck. The coolest show on ice. Pugs and Pines Radio. There you go, folks. I don't even know if you have time to uh, get the bet in. Montreal, Arizona, 6.5 under. He's betting not too bad. Hey, he knows what he's talking about. Although uh, he, I, I will uh, I will say I watch, I watch the Coyotes games just because it's an intriguing story. And uh, they always have a packed house. I know it's only 5,000, but it's always packed. They just, uh, a new, brand new uh, annex was built for NHL quality locker rooms are there now. So, uh, I don't know. Can I, we'll can I under, please under get confirmation? Sure. Can I please get confirmation of the people dressed like pineapples? Uh, he may be talking about the, uh, the college student section. Oh, that may okay. be dressed like pineapples. I, they, they may as well, they might, might, they might be. I haven't, I haven't seen them on TV. I've completely but missed I'm enjoying, that. I must say, I'm enjoying watching the Arizona Coyotes this year uh, just for the intriguing storyline factor of where they sit and are they going to stay in Arizona? They're playing in a college rink and all. It's it's a fun watch, I must say. Uh, is Connor Bedard going to end up there eventually? It's, it's still a, uh, a uh, wait-and-see situation. And now, NHLShop.com presents Breaking News and Water Cooler Talk. Water cooler talk it is, and uh, we've decided tonight that we're going to take a look at the uh, at the at the playoff situation. Um, 
uh, as it, uh, sorry, I'm trying to, uh, there we go, as, as it currently stands tonight. Um, let's go over to the, uh, the Western Conference because it usually doesn't take as long. And I'm going to pull up two graphics. Um, these are, um, these are as of last night. So I, I, I can appreciate that there are some teams, uh, that have got some points. But here's your Western Conference leaders. I, I don't know how well you see that now. Mm-hmm. The yep. blue is is how many wins they've had in the past five games. The reds are losses, and the uh, the opaque uh, is in overtime. Currently today, if the if the season ended, your top three teams would be uh, Dallas, Winnipeg, and Minnesota. Minnesota. I didn't even see that. They've they've. They've lost four games. Anyway, um, Minnesota is still in there. Um, Vegas, Los Angeles, and Seattle. Um, over to the next one. Uh, let, me, let me bring this down. Where is it now? These things disappear on me, uh, Big B. Uh, Western Conference, solo off. And then your, your, your wild card team here. Sorry, there's a lot of shit going on. Edmonton, Colorado, mm-hmm. Calgary, St. Louis, Vancouver. I, I really want you to concentrate on these red dots because because they'll 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 show some trends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how well you see them there, but what do you what do you think when you look at this? And tell me if you want me to bring up a slide or. Well, uh, I. So what I did was I looked I looked at the divisions. I thought we were going in a different direction, and I looked at it and figured out what was going to be the order for the end of the season. My predicted order for the end of the season, which works. It's all kind of the same thing, right? Right. So uh, what I'm looking at when I looked at the West, uh, the one team that's in it right now that I'm saying will not be in it at the end is Seattle. Okay, so you're looking at the uh, the top, right? I'm look. Seattle is not going to be in the playoff picture, and that is going to bump Calgary into the playoff picture. What about Minnesota here, losing four of their last uh, five? Well, looking at the entire Western Conference, there's a huge separation between the good teams and decent teams that are playoff caliber, and the rest are just terrible in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, right? So Minnesota, I have as that kind of, that's the right there team kind of. It's going to, at the end of the season, I'm saying they're eight. I'm okay. saying they're wild card two. But you've, you've, you've got Dallas and Winnipeg as, as they've earned their spot. Right. So, so I'm saying, da- I, I'm saying Dallas is number one overall. Yeah. Not not over, not the, not the uh, overall in the league. I'm saying in the West, Dallas is number one. Winnipeg, I have is one, two, three. Four. Winnipeg, I have is five. Oh, um, I think I think they'll drop, uh, but I mean they have a great goaltender. Uh, I just think the play of of um, Edmonton and Colorado because Colorado's still hurt. Once they once they start getting healthy, Colorado's going to make a run. I still think Edmonton's going to make a run. So I think they will leapfrog Winnipeg. Winnipeg will be um, was what I say fifth. Um, I think Calgary is going to be right behind them in six. Look at uh, Calgary with their Reds, though. Calgary's in some trouble. They they, I, they, I, they they got to do something there, right? And and that's what the trade deadline is for. So I th- I think they will make moves. I think Markstrom after the after the, the 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 Christmas break, I think that gives Markstrom a chance to reset and try to regain his form from last year. So if he can do that. And they make some moves at the trade deadline; they could be right there. And I just want to point out: I, I agree with you. I don't think Seattle; they haven't gotten east yet. Yep. I, I'm not sure. I believe in in LA because you got to make room for some of these teams: Colorado, Edmonton, Calgary. You, you got to clear some space. St. Louis. I'm not yeah. sure they won three out of five. If you look at the dots, Vancouver, or sorry, they they, they won two out of five. Um, Vancouver's is hot and cold. I, I I don't know what to make out of them, and I'm, I'm severely disappointed in Nashville. Um, 
but I agree. Colorado, Colorado's, they've lost a few. And Edmonton is just two players. That's that's all they got, Big B. And if if you think it's enough to bring them to the Eastern Conference again, unless they make some major deals, um, I, 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 I don't know. I'm with you, though. I, I like Dallas. I think Dallas is going to swing once we start to talk trades in the weeks to come. Yep. Uh, well, I have Dallas is number one overall in the West. I think they are just too good. Ottinger's playing really well. He is a very good goaltender. Uh, look for him to be in the Vesna talk again, and he very well could win it. Um, he's playing really well. Vegas got off to such a tremendous start. They're playing really, really well. Without Eichel, who you... With, right, without Eichel. Yeah. Uh, I don't see them faltering too much. Uh, and, and But I see Edmonton... Edmonton made it to the Western Conference final on those two players. If they I, can I, make I, moves on, on uh, at the trade deadline uh, and and um, do do something to to make a trade, especially in the defense department, uh, they could be up there. They're obviously not going to be number one. I have I have them as number three. I think they'll make a run and be at number three, um, especially now with with uh, what's his name Skinner. Just being signed, he's the number one goaltender overall. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's a sixty, seventy uh, game year guy because our boy uh, Soupy. He's unless Soup gets hot, maybe for ten games, he could and buys him a run or something like that. But that's yeah. all he's good for. But you know um, him. But you know him better than me. Uh, being in Toronto, is he? I'm sure he's capable of going on a ten game, fifteen game run where yeah. he's hot and nobody's beating. him. And I and I mean, uh, Pula Jarvis on on the, on the blocks. There's talk of something going on down in Anaheim. Uh, very sneaky. Anaheim just picked up Delzato in a three way trade with the Red Wings and the Panthers. Uh, Delzato's well past his prime, but like you said, Anaheim's in the sweepstakes. Yeah. Are they going to move Klingberg or or Fowler? And is Edmonton doing it? But again. Edmonton's got to shift some uh, cap space because Kane's coming back. They're another team that yeah. has zero room. Well, I, a lot of these teams have no room, and you know when we start when we talk about the trades, that's you know you, you got to take that into consideration when you're talking about trades. Is the room that they they will have accumulated by um, the trade deadline day, and uh, if you're carrying. Uh, you know, if you're carrying the max, you you have no room. Yeah. So you have to make sure you're carrying 22 or 21 players to accumulate that cap space to be able to make some moves, some important moves that will improve your team. And, and listen, uh, you and I, uh, we criticize each other because we get too much on our own high horse uh, with the team we cheer for. But I like a lot of the moves Toronto's making. This Timmons that they got from Arizona, he, he's sliding in well as a right-handed D, which is hard to get. He's got four points since he's been there. Uh, they're they're keeping him up. They're not demoting him. Uh, and then this dude, uh, the, 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 this, this guy they got from uh, Colorado today for Malkin, small moves, trying to fit a role uh, that the team needs. These are the things uh, your teams like Edmonton and uh, in Tampa and Toronto and Boston even, if Boston is going to make a move, they're right against the cap. Um, and we can talk about that in the in the trade segment, but uh, it's not as easy in today's world. No, and, and you know, the flat cap is uh, everybody's up against, except there's a select few teams that aren't against the cap. Um, but for the most part, everybody is, and they're talking about the cap's only going to go up a million next year. So you're looking at, you know, if teams are making trades, they may be only looking for, you know, rentals for this season, and that's it. They can't look at long-term contracts. To, you know, they can't take on long-term contracts. They have to look at, you know, UFAs at the end of the season because, again, cap isn't going up, and they're up against it as it is. Yeah. So, you know, you're looking at rentals. Or, or developing within, somewhere in the farm system, right, finding right, that or, gem. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but, uh, you know, talking strictly at trade deadline, you're looking at rentals. Um, or if, you, or if you're, the, you're the selling team, you're just looking for draft picks at this point. You're, you're not looking to take on salary. 
uh, just to unload a, another player. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, these teams, uh, a lot of the moves that uh, the, the the order that I have, a lot of it is dependent on moves being made. So you know when I'm talking about Edmonton being uh, three, they have to make some moves. Um, you know Calgary jumping in, uh, and uh, and they Colorado. just got to find chemistry. They just got to find chemistry. Yeah, All right, I, I, let, let's take a look now over to the East because fast mm-hmm. as 60 minutes in hockey, we got to keep moving. I'm, I, I appreciate your passion. I could talk about this all night as well. So here's here's the the, the, the top of the Atlantic. Um, I, I personally think it's status quo. Uh, you know what? As much as I, I, I think Boston is going to fall off the rail, they're three out of five, actually four with an overtime win. Uh, big game against the Panthers tonight. Can't see how that, I uh, can't wait to see how that is. Look at the goal differential there. Uh, these guys are making it work. And talk about a team that I think would be all in for one final run. I don't know how they would do it because it's a cap nightmare there. Number one. Toronto, they've lost their last two. It's going to happen, but they're still uh, they're still three of five, and and here comes the ugly beast. Uh, they were down around sixth, I think, about two or three weeks ago, and here comes Tampa. Always figure out a way. Um, they've got it. Yep. Now let's jump. And next slide, we'll show your team. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is your number one team that no one expected to be there, and we all doubted them. There is a lot of red there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey is in trouble. Not writing them off for the year. Here comes Carolina. Four out of Actually, five out of five. One of them was in overtime. Pittsburgh, which still surprises me. Uh, and then and then we'll go over to this one. Your Rangers, uh, it shows five there. They've won six as of last they night. Have won seven. Seven. Yep. Uh, absolute on fire. Teams are going to lose eventually. The Islanders are seeming to sputter a little bit, mm-hmm. and the Capitals seem to be picking up some steam. And look at Florida. Look at Detroit. Um, look at Buffalo again. Look at Ottawa. There's some teams, this eighth, seventh, and eighth spot, I think, are going to be very interesting. I This is a much tighter conference than the Western Conference. Like I said, in the Western Conference, there's a, in my opinion, there's a huge separation between the haves and the have-nots. Uh, in the East, this is my order in the East when I ordered them. Boston is just playing out of their mind. They are a veteran team. They know how to win. Is this their year? I I, 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 I just be. don't see them at number one. <laughs> I think I think they're number one because they are a veteran team and they do know how to win. Are they going to stay healthy? Or uh, well, that's a question. We don't know. Right? This that's is unreal. I, I'm sorry, uh, Big B. Even you got it. Th- this is more unreal than New Jersey. But but keep in mind they were winning with injuries. Yeah, but Those we had them as a back. bubble team. All three of us had them as a bubble team. Maybe, maybe not. But they they were winning with all those injuries. All those injuries are now done with. That team they, they are now back, and they are playing. I I have them as number one. I have your team Toronto as number two. Uh, yeah. Toronto is just they are they're, they're a good team. You can't say much bad about Toronto. They're a good team. I have them at number two. I have my Rangers coming up as number three. You see, they won seven in a row. Yeah. After the after the the Christmas break, they they generally go on a run. They're going to take Carolina, team. is what you're saying. Huh? They 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 are Carolina. I have Carolina's four. Okay, so let, let simplify this a little bit. Let's go over to this one again. So you've got Boston, Toronto, Tampa. Is that how you're calling it? Uh, in the in the Atlantic Division? Yeah. Yes. In the Atlantic Division, yes. So Boston. you're calling a rematch, a rematch between Toronto and Tampa. Boston against whoever. Then you're calling New York, Carolina, who? That That's so, wide open, that third spot. Pittsburgh so, is unbelievable. 
I have Pittsburgh. So so my order, let me let me just get through my order and I'll tell you so it'll it'll even out. So I have Boston number 1 in the East. Boston number 2 Toronto, number 3 the Rangers, number 4 Carolina. I have number 5 is Tampa Bay because Vasilevsky. Number 6 is Pittsburgh. New Jersey's going to drop to 7. Ooh. And I have Florida in the 8th spot. I also have an asterisk for the Islanders. Uh, which could be the eighth spot, depending on what they do at the trade deadline. You, you mean you mean if if Lou Lamarillo can actually pick up the phone? If Lou if Lou Lamarillo does something, they are a good team now with some flaws. If they can make the right moves in the trade deadline, and again, I have this in our trade talk, they could jump to number eight. So, I so, have so you're you're eight, writing off Washington. You're writing off Washington. Who yeah, else? I don't think Washington is. Yeah, I don't think they're there. The big, the big thing is uh, Ovechkin's run at Gordy Howe. I just don't think they have it. Uh, they're not going to be there. So you have Pittsburgh over Jersey. You're you're saying Pittsburgh's going to stay healthy. There's another no. team that has absolutely no room. Yep. But do they do they need to do anything at the trade deadline to get into the playoffs? I mean, you're talking about the top three. Uh, as long as they're all they're all healthy, and you know Latang can can you know stay healthy and recover, bounce back from from the stroke. You know, adding Ricard Raquel and keeping him from last last season's trade deadline, they're going to be there. I mean, a lot of people had them winning the Stanley Cup this year. They're going to be in the playoffs. All right, he's calling it now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to have to say that I, I, I agree. The Leafs are going to be there. And God, I pray they're a little different. They look a little different this year. They're not winning games as pretty. Who knows if the goaltending is going to hold up. One of those guys has to show up at the end. Um, they're winning by defense, by committee. I like what they're adding. I like Toronto. Toronto-Tampa be a hell of a series. I don't know if I see Boston there till the end, but uh, how well, can right I now, doubt them? How, how can it, I doubt them at this point? So, I so do disagree with you on one point. Mm-hmm. I think Carolina is going to shoot up to the top again. It's okay. not to negate the Rangers. They they will be in 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 two minimum three. They're they're they're, they're there. Yep. Um, I, I I believe New Jersey ahead of Pittsburgh. I don't think they can fall that back that far back. Um, depends on goaltending and their defense. Their defense is terrible. Uh, right New Jersey, now. They they are a young team, and when you when you have to play meaningful games in March, they're not experienced in that. So they got off to a hot that hot start will get them in the playoffs, but they're going to drop. Yeah. Oh, I agree. They're going to drop. I think you're a Carolina Ranger. I still can't believe I'm saying boss. I, I, I am not absolutely sure that Florida is going to have the push uh, to get through. Um, it all depends on goaltending when it, when, when it comes to Florida. And they're, and they're not getting it from two pretty big guys. Um, so I, I, I don't know. The, I'm not saying Buffalo. I'm not saying Ottawa. I'm not saying Detroit. But like you said, those variables, the Islanders, the Pittsburghs, mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps Washington, the Devils, whoever it may be in that little clipboard. I, I actually think your division uh, may be the ones uh, shooting some teams up and, and not the Atlantic. It could be Florida, but I'm still skeptical. I wrote them off at the beginning of the year. Uh, I called them a, a one-trick pony, and I'm, I'm I'm not convinced they're ready to run with your Torontos and 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 uh, Lightning and and Bruins. Like I said, I mm-hmm. I can't write the Bruins off. They they seem flawless, but it just seems unreal to me. It just seems unreal. Who's going to win the President's Trophy? Dallas. The Dallas. way I have it, as Dallas number one in the West, Boston number one in the East. I think Dallas. Okay. What a what a Stanley Cup that would be! Uh, want my team in there, hundred percent. But uh, that'd be a that'd be a good old time fun Stanley Cup, ladies By and gentlemen. Way, in my in my order, I have uh, your uh, Maple Leafs playing New Jersey. Oh, because you have Toronto first. I have Toronto second and New Jersey seventh. 
Yeah, but it, it doesn't go that way. It'll be the second and third, which means they play Tampa. Unfortunately, we don't do the one day. We do the uh, the one in both divisions play the wild cards, and the two and threes play each other. Oh, oh, God, oh, yeah, okay. So, anyway, let's go over to Mike Jolitz, and then we're going to uh, talk trades for whatever uh, amount of time we have left. Now it's time for Sports Minute with Mike Jolitz. Hello, 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 Pucks and Pines. How are you guys doing today? Hello to Coach K, Sir Bigby, and to Bacon. Hope you guys are all doing well. It is now time for the Sports Minute. And it really will be a minute. The FIFA World Cup in Qatar was played on Sunday. Uh, That was the final, actually. Argentina beat France. I don't care. Soccer sucks. In NFL news, Cleveland surprised Baltimore by winning. The Vikings topped Indy. The Eagles beat the Bears. Schittsburg beat the Panthers. The Sharknels lost to Denver. The Buccaneers lost to Cincinnati after leading at halftime. And the Packers are playing right now. Moving over to the WNBA, they were thinking about expanding the league in 2024. Yeah, now they're thinking more like 2025. Uh, first, you need to try to get butts in the seats with that weak-ass jump shot and layup league. Sorry, it's just boring. Alrighty, guys, well, that does it for this very fast Sports Minute with Mike Jolitz. Hope you guys uh, had a great show. I'll be checking it out here shortly. You guys take care of yourselves. I'll be back next week, hopefully with more news. I don't know. It's just a slow week. Alright, peace out, guys, later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Jolitz, ladies and gentlemen, uh, giving us a roundabout look at the world of sports around us uh, through the week. A little break from hockey for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we got about uh, about 10, 12 minutes left. Uh, uh, also, we thought what would be uh, pertinent after talking the way things are in the league themselves is talk about, uh, I don't know, a, a Christmas wish list or maybe the the three biggest names on the block, and I I just can't pinpoint it. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll give it over to you, Big B, with your three, and then I'll, I'll add as I see fit. So what I what I looked at was the the names really being bandied about uh, at the moment. Whether or not they get traded at the trade deadline, I don't know. But these are the these are the names that I see constantly uh, being talked about. Uh, within the NHL press, uh, even when I watch some of the broadcasts that's being talked about then too. So first uh, is probably the biggest name out there as far as trade, and that's Patrick Kane. Um, I have him, no surprise, and it's not because I'm a fan. Uh, I have them going to the Rangers. You still because, you still think they have room? Uh, well, they've made room is what I've looked at. Yeah. So the, the, the moves that they made, they, they traded Ryan Reeves and they uh, put, um, um, uh, um, what's his name? I forget, I forget his name. There's a fourth line player on waivers. Yeah. So they've created cap space that's accumulating to about You also seven. traded that uh, defenseman away, the holdout. Well, well, he was a minor leaguer. So yeah, oh. that, to Dallas. That was, yeah, that was earlier. Um, uh, They've created about $7.4 million at uh, accumulating cap space at the trade deadline time. That will be enough for Patrick Kane. Um, and they also have two number one draft picks uh, that they could use as capital. Uh, they also have NHL-ready young players. Uh, Zach Jones is in the minors, but he's, he's been up with the Rangers on, the, on defense. Vitaly Kravtsov, I don't see being on this team 
through the trade deadline. So they have NHL ready players, young NHL ready players to go. So they've got they've, they've got the assets, is what you're they saying. They have the assets. They have the cap space. Patrick Kane loved playing with Panarin uh, when they were in Chicago. When Panarin, that was Panarin when he came, he was drafted by by Chicago. He loved being on the line with Panarin. There's chemistry there. It just seems like a natural fit. So I see Patrick Kane going to the Rangers at the trade deadline. Uh, does he uh, resign? I don't know if I don't know if he retires after this. He's trying I know, to make he's a only thirty-four. He may resign on a very short-term deal if if he gets traded to the Rangers and and the Rangers make another deep run into the playoffs. He may sign on a, a much lower con. He's not making ten million dollars a year. It's not happening. Uh, but he may he may resign for a short term two three year deal. If if he doesn't go to the Rangers, uh, who else is in the hunt? I see the Islanders again. I don't think they'll sign anyone, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see him uh, going to the Islanders. They need scoring terribly. Uh, what well, you look at Colorado? Colorado needs something. Colorado uh, we'll get to Colorado in a minute. I see a different player going there. Well, and I see a different player going to the Islanders. Yeah. So, so it could be, you know, it, what I'm seeing right now, everything leads. It just makes sense for the Rangers to 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 go after and, and trade for Patrick Kane. Do you think Detroit this, would pull the trigger on him? N- no. No. Okay. No. They they are they're below. It, well, I mean, it depends on... Like a trade and sign. Maybe a... Again, he's 34. He's probably got five years in him. But I, they're not there. They're they're not there to compete. And Patrick Kane... Uh, Patrick Kane wants to compete for a cup. Detroit's not there. I mean, where he goes this year, I don't think he has control. I don't know if he has a full no-trade clause. Uh, if he doesn't, then he has no no say... How, do, how does he fit into the cup. fold in, say, uh, Pittsburgh? P- Pittsburgh, with their all their aging players, he would fit right in in Pittsburgh <laughs> with the aging players. This one, no one in the West, eh? I don't... I, 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 I see a slight fit in Dallas, mm-hmm. but he's not my top guy to go there. I agree. I think the Rangers are the natural pick, but things don't always go the way we plan. No, for sure. For sure. But I'm looking at it, uh, you know, who has cap space and draft capital to do it. Uh, number two, and this has been talked about for forever, the Coyotes, from everything I, I read and hear, they're actively shopping Jacob Chikrin. I could care fucking less. But what I see is a trade to the Calgary Flames. What I said earlier is they need defense. If Chikrin can remain healthy, he's got uh, his contract is 4.5. Uh, they have the cap space. Great contract, but I wouldn't touch this guy still with a 10-foot pole. Well, Calgary, much like Edmonton, is in desperate need of defense. Yeah. Edmonton does not have the cap space. Everybody Calgary wants does. good defense. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard to build these days. Well, well, Chikrin is what twenty. He's, he's in the Marner class. Um, they, they, they came in the same uh, the same class. Um, he's young. He's extremely talented. He's a right-handed defenseman, but. He, I, I don't want to sprinkle any sugar on this guy yet. But how about Calgary, Klingberg? Calgary needs defense. How about Klingberg? And, I'm, I'm just, well, I'm, I'm not saying he's Chikrin. one of the top names. I, I we mentioned the Delzato trade today, uh, and I meets a lot of space. I don't know what kind of, what kind of pieces Calgary has to give away. Uh, I haven't researched that deep, um, or Edmonton, or, or, or whoever needs a, but, d- but a defenseman. Look, but but what about it, Klingberg? Arizona, Arizona's in full in full rebuild mode. I so realize that, but Anaheim's right. tanking. They didn't sign this guy at $9 million to win a cup. The, right, but they're not in full rebuild mode when they res- when they signed Strom and Vitrano. They're not in full rebuild mode. 
in the offseason, they tried they, they they signed Ryan Strom and Frank Petrano. They they're there to win. They're well, not they're not going to win, Big B. I'm sorry, they're not in our top that. eight this year. I understand that, but if they trade Klingberg, they might as well clean house. They only got him till the end of the year, though. But they might. But but you're sick. You're 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 saying that they're giving up. They're going to fully rebuild. I'm not saying a full rebuild. I'm talking about a guy who's who's going to sign a major contract at the end of this year, and a team that may or may not need him, aka Manson. Going to Calgary la- or uh, sorry Colorado last year. There's a team somewhere. I don't know who it is. I- I'm not saying who it is. Someone with defensive gaps, usually in the Western Conference. Yeah. Uh, uh, Klingberg might be an attractive retain half, uh, two first, and I-, I don't know what he's going to get. But uh, Chickren's not. Chickren is only sexy. The only reason Chickren's sexy is because of his upside and because of his contract. Right. And if and and Calgary could look at that as something to build upon as they're trying to compete in the West uh, and, and beat Edmonton. They're, they need defense to to beat Edmonton. Uh, they could look at that. They have the cap space to do it. And he's signed for two years afterwards. So he's under control under a good contract. They could look at that and say, hey, we could compete now and we could compete in two years. So Chickering to Ottawa is off the table. And we're, we're running out of time. Who's your number three? Uh, Bo Horvat. Oh, uh, yes. The darling of the NHL right now. He I'd is going say- to probably go to Colorado. Uh, Colorado is definitely an option out there. What I'm saying is if, and we just talked about it in the East, if they're there, he goes to the Islanders. Nobody wants to go there, though. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a choice. I mean, he's being traded. Right, but he has. Does does he not have a trade uh, block? I don't like- know. Uh, that I don't know. But I think, I think Lou Lamarillo, if they're on the cusp of competing for that eighth spot, like I said, there was an asterisk between them and Florida. If they're there at the trade deadline, I think Lou, Lou Lamarillo goes hard at Bo Horvat. He was in on Nazem Kadri. He was in on Johnny Goudreau. Didn't get either. And, and I think I this think, guy's better than both of them. And I think, I think Lou Lamarillo goes hard for Bo Horvat. If not the Islanders, I agree 100% he goes to Colorado. And I want to throw another wild card in there because I still think they're going to go all in and find room is Dallas. Uh, Dallas still wants scoring. Yeah. No, but I think it makes more sense for either uh, the Islanders or Colorado. All right. I have one more to throw in there, and I know he's been tossed around to the Leafs. I have no idea how we'd fit him in there. But we got Ryan O'Reilly. He would be magic. Uh, for any team that wants to make a run, could you imagine him on Boston? I don't know how they'd do it. But where do you see Ryan O'Reilly? Um, uh, the, I don't think the Blues are in a full rebound, but the, they need to retool. And I don't. I don't I, I, I'm not sure O'Reilly's going to stay. Where do you see him? I, it, it's funny because I he I was just watching the NHL Network and uh, he was a topic of conversation uh, that he's not going to go anywhere. He will stay in St. Louis. Oh, uh, that uh, you know they like him. He likes the the organization, um, and uh, he's there for the future. So uh, right now we're saying uh, I'm saying Ryan O'Reilly stays in St. Louis. Very last question because we're ticking the talk down here. Um, is there a goalie uh, in there, and where do they go? Ooh, good question. Is there a goalie, and where do they go? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe uh, you could look at, at Reimer for, for our, uh, Anaheim if you're talking about the, them doing something. Uh, Reimer could be on the move. What about uh, Gibson? Is uh, uh, Sure. Maybe Bennington, too. Uh, I, I don't see anybody on. biting on Bennington. Here's a question I have. Do you think Ottawa, if they think it's, a, it's not going to work yet and they've got all this young talent, do they float Talbot? I don't think anybody's going to take Talbot as a starter, uh, as a backup, maybe. I mean, he's an older goalie. He's not playing that well. He's, you know, he's pretty average at the moment. 
and uh, he may just be as as a backup goalie. They could float him for sure, but the owner the 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 owning the ownership situation is in flux, so we don't know. Yeah, well, there's like 14 bidders. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. 60 fastest minutes on ice. Great to be with you. I, I'm i not sure if we're going to be here uh, Boxing Day. We haven't discussed it yet. If not, we will see you in the new year. Uh, but we'll let you know. Pucks and Pints on Facebook. Pucks and Pints on uh, uh, Pucks and Pints Radio, sorry, Facebook and on Twitter. And you'll be able to know. Uh, what's going on and when the next show will be. Big B, great show. It's a lot of fun. All right, we'll see you next week or whenever. Happy holidays, guys. Later. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search Pugs and Pines. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel now and make sure you never miss another upload. This is Pucks and Pints. 